Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wine Down Wednesdays. I'm your host, Paula Taylor, and this is episode 100. We were supposed to talk about our final trauma-based fears episode, although I'm not sure it's actually going to be the final one, but we were going to talk about denial tonight, and let's just forget about that. We'll just push that away till next week. We don't need to deal with that right now. It's a denial joke. Ha 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 ha. Okay. I thought of that a while ago. I hope you enjoyed it. So I wanted to do something celebratory tonight because it is the 100th episode. That's a lot of episodes. We're almost two years into this. So we'll get back to the trauma-based fears episodes next week. But what we're going to do tonight is a little bit of interaction, which we don't usually do on the show. And then I'm going to do a tarot card pull. And then, of course, we will meditate together. So what I'd like to invite you to do, um, some of you I know have been here almost every episode live. I know some of you have never missed an episode, whether you watch the replay or listen to the podcast later. So I'd like to invite you tonight to leave a comment if you'd like, and I'll actually read it live on the air. I don't usually interact with comments during the show just because I want to have continuity, especially for the podcast. But for tonight's show... I'd love to have a comment about maybe what your favorite topic was, your favorite meditation, something that stood out to you over the last hundred episodes of the show. And um, so, yeah, so leave a comment and I will read it. I'm going to talk a little bit, so we might be jumping around, but I'd love to hear from you. I, I really am grateful to those of you who have been here, however long you've been here, whether it's all 100 episodes, whether this is your first episode. It's a really exciting show. It's a really important show, and I'm going to talk a little bit about what it's meant to me, and then I might kind of interject as I see comments. So again, drop a comment. Let me know what your favorite episode was, what topic stood out for you, what your favorite meditation was. Anything that you'd like to share, I will read out loud tonight on the air. So I pulled a crystal card tonight specifically for the 100th episode from the Daily Crystal Inspirations deck that I mention a lot on the show. And this card says sunstone. It's got a picture of a sunstone. And at the bottom it says, take pleasure in the things you do. And I thought that was so fitting because I really have taken so much pleasure in doing the show. I started it in the middle of being furloughed in the pandemic. I had no intention as far as how long I would do this. I just kind of received guidance that I should start doing a weekly meditation show and specifically to call it Wind Down Wednesdays. So I started and and the rest is kind of history. We've done a hundred episodes. So one of the things that I'd like to say is how relevant these episodes are if you go back and listen to them. Just this morning I was listening to the Distilling Fear into Love show that is probably at least a year and a half old. And I started the show out by saying, it's really hot out and I'm feeling really agitated. And I realized I have a lot of fear going on. And I was like, hey, year and a half ago, me, <laughs> I'm in the same place right now. So I think it's really interesting. I do go back and listen to a lot of the shows on the podcast. I repeat the meditations. And I always get something different out of it. You know, that's the wonderful thing about this spiritual work, about meditation in general, is that every time you come into a meditation, you come in from a different 
place from a different perspective. And sometimes this is cyclical. So the fear that I was dealing with when I was talking in that episode about a year and a half or so ago, the fear, uh, distilling fear into love episode, I was talking about fear of letting go. And today, as I was doing that meditation, I was thinking more about fear of change. And so the fear may have changed in terms of what I'm naming it, but I still found the meditation to be so effective and helpful. And I really felt a lot calmer and less agitated as I went on. And I'm just going to say one more time, if you're joining us and you'd like to leave a comment, I'd love to hear from you tonight on our 100th episode about what you've enjoyed about the show, maybe what your favorite episode or topic was. If there's a topic you'd like me to do in the future, you can leave that too. I really... One of the things that brings me the most pleasure about this show is getting feedback from people who've watched or listened who say that show really spoke to me deeply or I was laughing along with you when you were telling your story or or I was crying during the meditation. I do this for myself, as I've mentioned before, but I do this for you. I do this for all of us and I do take a lot of pleasure in doing this and to the point where when I said a few weeks ago I was going to take a couple weeks off, I was a little bit like, oh no, I hope I'm not letting anyone down. And then I realized like, yes, I can take two weeks off and, and pick right back up. And there's there's no there's no need to feel guilty or, or to carry any baggage about that. So I think that's all I have to say. We talked a few weeks ago. I went into some detail about why I started the show. And I don't want to kind of reiterate a lot of those things. But I will just briefly say a couple of the episodes or things that stand out to me. And again, if you'd like to leave a comment and, and share one of your favorite episodes or topics or, or a meditation that stood out to you, I'd, I'd love to, to have that interaction tonight. Normally, I don't necessarily interact, so this is a little different than usual. And I didn't really give anyone any warning. This is something that just kind of came to me at the last minute. But I will say one of the things that I love about the show just like you can kind of go back to any of the episodes and 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 get something new out of it, even though you've heard it before, is that there is kind of an arc. There's this arc of development. And I can go back, it's almost like a little like a like a video journal for me. The power of intentional sound is one of my favorite episodes because it was a little bit like my coming out party in terms of talking about and embracing my role as a sound healer, which is something that I was, for whatever reason, kind of tentative about and starting to tone on the show. You know, I started out kind of talking about chant. We did some chant on the show. I've been chanting for years and years and years since I was about 19. But starting to do that intuitive toning opened up so much for me starting to do primordial chakra toning led to the intuitive toning which led to dimensional frequency expansion and so there's an actual arc of development for me personally and and also as the episodes go you know we started out kind of dabbling in sound and now we do sound almost every week so that's another one of my kind of favorite things about the show is just the way that it has developed the way that I have developed you know I started out kind of 
being really nervous about sharing some of this stuff and, and talking, just, you know, trying to be pretty mainstream about things. And like, now we talk about light language and I share light language. So there's definitely been some personal growth for me. There's been some growth in terms of the healing aspect of the show. I did that meditation from the distilling fear into love, uh, this morning I did that meditation through the podcast and I was like, this is powerful stuff. This is moving a huge amount of energy. So if you're coming here every week, you're basically participating, facilitating your own healing on a weekly basis. And that is amazing. Taking that time out for yourself every week to sit in meditation, to allow that energy to move, to learn about energy, to learn about some of these things that you maybe never heard of before. I didn't know what light language was until about two or three months ago, and now I'm speaking it all the time. And I just find it so beautiful how expansive I have been with this show. And, and so the show expands. As I expand, the show expands. And it gives you the opportunity to expand along with me. And that's really what I started this show for was to create a sense of community, to create a sense of belonging, to invite people who had maybe never meditated or never thought about these kind of energetic spiritual topics before to, to step into this world a little bit, to, to expand their mental horizons, to expand and start learning what it feels like to work with your own energy. That is one of the big reasons that I do this work. So thank you. To those of you who have been watching and or listening for almost two years now for 100 episodes, it's kind of hard to believe. It's been kind of creeping ever closer, but it feels a little bit surreal to actually be here at 100 episodes. So thank you. I celebrate you. I celebrate continuing on with the show and seeing where we expand from here. So the other thing we're going to do tonight is a tarot card poll and... This is a little bit of a celebration as well. We're, we're celebrating 100 episodes, but I am also celebrating my 44th birthday this week. And so I was sort of called to pull four cards in honor of my 44th birthday and, and to do a collective reading. It's not just for me. I'm doing a collective reading. And what we're going to read on tonight is what is in store for us in the next year? Because I am entering a new year of my life. We're in the middle of the you know, calendar year, but you can do a reading like this anytime. So my intention is to pull four cards. The first card will be kind of like the essence of the question, kind of like the overall feel of the reading. The, the second and third cards in whatever order they come out generally are what's helping you, what's holding you back, what do you need to release, that kind of stuff. And then the fourth card will be kind of that culmination. What, what does the next year look like? Because I will tell you, there is a lot of change going on for me right now. There's a lot of uncertainty going on for me right now that may end up being a trauma-based fears topic. So when I said denial might not be the last one, we might actually talk about uncertainty because I think uncertainty is the fear that lives below a lot of our other fears. Fear of change, fear of letting go, all of those other fears, fear of scarcity. Underneath that is this uncertainty. What is going to happen? And of course, we never know for sure what's going to happen. We can pick up a deck of tarot cards and do a reading and maybe that helps with the fear a little bit. It doesn't change the uncertainty because we can't really control the things that are outside of us. We can control 
we can respond rather than react. We can't even really control our reaction because a reaction is a knee-jerk thing. We can train ourselves to respond. We can train ourselves to continue stepping out of fear and into love, out of fear, into love, over and over again. And it's interesting, I was listening to that episode this morning and I thought, oh man, I was so loving there. I was so expansive. I got to get back into that because I have been feeling a little bit like I'm in fear and, and with all this uncertainty that's going on. So I've already shuffled the cards. I'm using the Osho Zen Tarot that I use really often. And let's just see what kind of fun collective reading we get for my 44th birthday, for your next year, for whatever whatever's coming in the next year or so. And I'm a little curious because I've been kind of all over the place emotionally. And I know a lot of people I've been talking to are feeling that too. They're feeling that kind of unsettled uncertainty. So let's see. Let's see what the cards have to say for us tonight. Oh, interesting. So the card that I pulled at the bottom says traveling. It's the eight of fire. So fire is an action card. And it's a really interesting looking card. If you just kind of glance at it, you almost just get a sense of color. There's some red, there's a there's a sun glowing at the top, there's some clouds, but as you look at it a little bit closer, you can see resolving from this sort of abstract looking art is what looks like the top of a mountain. It looks like kind of the ridge line of a mountain. But it's a little bit unclear because there are some clouds in the image. It is kind of an abstract image. So what's immediately coming to mind from this for me is this idea that we never really know exactly where we're going. I just talked about uncertainty. So this card tells me that, that the essence of this reading is about moving forward. It's about traveling. It might be a physical traveling. It might be spiritually expanding. It's about change. It's about moving forward in some way, but we don't know exactly what that is yet because we're not meant to. We're not meant to see anything more than the kind of abstract, cloudy image on this because we never know for sure exactly where we're going. When we're fully in that spiritual flow, then we just go with the flow and we're led where we're meant to go. And that's one of the reasons that we don't get to see too much to, much to my chagrin, I don't get to see exactly where I'm going. So let's see what we get from the second card. And I never know which order the second and third will come out. So we'll just kind of see see who pops out and see what it, kind of impression it leaves here. Ooh, that one went right to this card. All right. Ooh, this is a really pretty card. I've not seen either one of these cards before. So this is a six of water, which is kind of like an emotion card. And at the bottom, it says the dream. And there's a, there's a woman with her hands clasped and she's looking, I would say maybe a little bit forlornly kind of off into the distance. And then in the sky, there is this sort of ethereal picture of a man and a woman embracing. And I'll show it to the camera. And the colors on this card, the last card, we got a lot of kind of reds and, and oranges and yellows. And this card is mostly blues and greens. And I'm just going to look at it for a minute to kind of see what comes through intuitively. It's a really beautiful card. The blue of the sky, you can see some stars up there. You can see a little bit of what looks like flowers, but they're kind of transparent. And 
I'm going to pull the third card before I talk about what I think this means, because I think they're going to be paired. And I have an idea, but I want to see what card comes out next. And then, then we'll talk about the two of them together, I think. Okay, interesting. So the, the third card says moment to moment. It's a two of rainbows, and rainbows is kind of the earth card. And it shows a man who's kind of skipping from rock to rock. He's, he's in a stream, but the stream is all the colors of the rainbow. It's a really colorful card. The man is just dressed in, in kind of white robes with black edging. But the stream itself is very stylized. It's very pretty. There's a lot of different colors. It kind of combines the colors of the last two cards, which is why I didn't say much about that last card, because I had a feeling that this second and third card kind of went together. So what I'm getting from this, and I didn't want to say anything until I kind of got that second card and had a better feeling. So this card that says the dream on it is about the dreams that we're holding on to that we need to let go of in order to live in the moment, in order to travel moment to moment. So, so we're traveling, we're moving forward in some way. We don't know exactly where we're going. We don't have a clear picture of where we're going, but we've had these dreams that we've been holding on to. And if you look at this card, this woman is clearly kind of romanticizing this idea of, of her with this man. And it, you know, it's almost like she's dreaming of a fairy tale and you can see from the way she's sitting, she's kind of slouched over. You can see that this dream is actually making her unhappy. She's holding on to a dream that's not real. It's ethereal. It's You can see through it. It's not a vibrant color. It's kind of transparent looking. And this dream that she's holding on to is actually holding her back from living moment to moment, from being fully present in the moment. And this moment to moment card looks so much more joyful. This man is skipping along on the rocks and the river. The river is this beautiful, vibrant color, all the different colors. You've got reds and orange, yellow. There's greens and blues, purples in there. So basically all the colors of the rainbow, all this vibrancy of life is available to us when we can let go of that dream. And it's interesting because we use the word dream, especially in Western culture, to mean something positive. You know, don't give up on your dreams. Go for your dreams. And, and that is not what this card is talking about. This card is talking about when we get attached. When we get attached to the idea that things are going to be a certain way or that we will be happy when things are a certain way or that we need things to turn out a certain way in order to be happy, when in reality, the vibrancy, the joy, the happiness comes from just living moment to moment and, and letting go of those expectations, letting go of that fantasy we have of how we think things should work out. And this is definitely a reading for me tonight. It's making me laugh a little bit. It's and I know a lot of people like I said I've I've talked to a lot of people who are in this place right now where things feel uncertain and they're feeling kind of agitated and they're not sure what they're doing or dealing with like heavy emotional stuff. And and so what I'm getting so far from this reading is in order to move forward, we're never going to know exactly where we're going. We're going to have to let go of some of these old beliefs that we've been carrying around, these old fantasies. And again, this, this word says the dream, 
But the dream is not necessarily a positive thing. The dream might actually be holding you back. Because as we've talked about so many times on the show, what our human minds, our small human minds can conceive of is really limited in the grand scheme of things. I just saw the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. I highly encourage you to see it. If you have any interest in the multiverse, we talk about the multiverse sometimes, and it really kind of Crayola formats it, as my friend would say. It makes it really easy to kind of understand. And the idea of this is that there are infinite outcomes for our lives, depending on which direction we choose at any given time. And the weight of knowing that sometimes keeps us stuck. The weight of the potential or the weight of the fantasy we had about how things are supposed to be is holding us back. But if we can just come into the present moment, which is why we meditate, which is why we do spiritual work, if we can come into the moment, then we have this freedom to dance on top of the river. This man, if you look at his face, he's got absolutely no concern that he's going to fall in. If he does fall in, just based on how this looks, he's going to be on a cluffy, a, a cluffy cloud, a fluffy cloud of river. He's going to be carried gently away. It's, there's no fear in this card of living moment to moment. There's a lot of sadness and dejection in this card about holding on to a fantasy rather than living in what's actually real in in the moment that that we're actually in which is really only the present moment is the only moment that exists and there might be multiverse infinite versions of that present moment but we're only experiencing one at this time and letting go of all those other infinite possibilities focusing on what's actually in front of us is what's going to give us this, the joy that this man has on this card. All right, so we've got one more card. This is kind of the like culmination, what's coming next. A lot of times I feel like this fourth card is like, you know, if we do the work that the first three cards are asking us to do, what is the outcome? What can we look forward to in the next year? Ooh, these, I've not seen any of these cards before. They're all new to me tonight. So this is another fire card. This is an action card. It's the three of fire. At the bottom it says experiencing. Show it to the camera really quick. So we're back to kind of like the reds and oranges. It, it sort of brings this reading full circle. We've got two cards. But if you look at the first card, the red and orange is kind of dulled by all these, these clouds that are in the way. And this last card is very bold and bright. There's a woman in a in a hooded cloak, and she's it's orange with these beautiful kind of autumn red and orange leaves on it. She's standing next to a tree that looks like it's in autumn that's got these, these vibrant glowing red and orange leaves. And actually, if you look at her, there's a little bit of an orange glow all the way around her body. And she looks really content. And this is what that third card was talking about. So if we can live moment to moment, if we can come into the present moment, then rather than being attached to the dream, to the fantasy, to, the, to something that's not real, we can have an actual direct experience. We can't have a direct experience when we're trapped in our mind, when the monkey mind is telling us things, when we're 
when we're thinking, thinking, thinking all the time, when we're in that fantasy world, we're not directly experiencing the beauty that surrounds us, the beauty of this flowing river and hopping from rock to rock without a care in the world, the beauty of being part of nature. This woman is touching this tree and she and the tree are glowing and she's fully present in the moment. You can see that she's enjoying herself. You can see that she's expanded, that she she's literally glowing with this beautiful orange glow. And it's interesting, just it sticks out at me that this card has kind of a picture that looks like it's in autumn because we're here we are in June, we're talking about the, the year ahead. So if I wanted to get like temporal with this, I might say that if we do the work that the first three cards is asking us to do, letting go of that feeling that we need to know what's coming next, that we need to know exactly where we're going, letting go of the fantasy, the belief, being caught in the headspace about what's happening, coming fully into the moment, then, then by autumn, which is only a few months away, perhaps we will be in this mode of direct experience. And I will speak from my own experience that the direct experience is what brings that bliss that joy. That is a direct experience when all of this other stuff falls away, when the fantasy falls away and we can fully be present, then we have the most beautiful direct experience. And it's one of the reasons that I love sound so much is that I feel like sound is a direct experience. It takes you out of that mental kind of chattering and into the body, into the direct experience. It's been really amazing to watch people's reaction as I do these sound baths, as I tone even on the show, as I do these DFE activations, which are sound-based. People have direct experiences. They, they step out of that kind of fearful, what is this, what's happening, that need to know exactly, that need to know exactly where you're going falls away. And they just start to experience, what does my body feel like during this sound? What, sometimes they see things, you know, what, what are the colors that I'm experiencing? What is the vision that is unfolding? That is a direct experience. And it might sound weird because that direct experience seems like it's coming from the mind, right? If I close my eyes and I'm seeing colors or a vision, it might sound like I'm in the mental space, but there's something about dropping fully into the body and experiencing something on that visceral level that transcends the mind. And that is how we connect with that intuitive knowing. That is how we connect with that divine, multidimensional information that we all have access to, but we've got to get there. We've got to do the work of getting rid of the stuff that's in the way, releasing those old beliefs, those old dreams, those old fantasies, coming fully into the moment and then allowing ourselves to have that direct experience. Whew, that was a really good reading. I, I was afraid I was going to get like all black cards or something just because I had been feeling like up and down and I had a I had a rough grief day for Father's Day. I was really missing my dad and there's a lot of things going on in my personal life and professional life and and I've just been feeling kind of overwhelmed and and that uncertainty has really been eating at me. And I love it when I get a beautiful reading like this that's basically just telling me 
have faith. Have faith that you are being led where you need to go if you can just be in the moment and allow yourself to be led there. If you can let go of those old fears and those old beliefs, those trauma-based fears that we just did four shows on that are holding you back, if we can let go of those and come back to the moment, come back to that direct experience, we will be traveling into this pure experience. And only good things happen from that state of pure experience. Even if sometimes we experience it as like an emotional release, release, sometimes you're in that experience and maybe you're starting to cry or, you know, I was having a direct experience of grief on Sunday, which was Father's Day. And, and it was beautiful. It was pure and it moved through me. I allowed it to move through me and, and I didn't let it get stuck so that I can continue to travel. That's what that card about moment to moment is. In one moment, you might have joy. In the next moment, you might have sorrow or grief. That is the way that life works. But being able to continue moving from moment to moment and not carrying all the baggage of that dream, of that fantasy, of that mental space that doesn't really exist, that is how we continue to expand so that we do have more joyful moments than we do have sorrowful moments. And even when we have that grief or that sorrow, we come back into that flow. I didn't get stuck there. I allowed myself to feel that and then it moved through me and, and now I'm back to, well, well, I was back to being a little agitated and uncertain and fearful, but I keep moving. We keep moving, we keep coming back to the present. And how do we do that? We do that by meditating. So let's meditate together for the 100th time. So find a comfortable position for this meditation. Whatever calls to you, this is going to be a nice, relaxing meditation. So if you'd like to fall asleep, if you're in a place where you can fall asleep and you'd like to lie down, absolutely allow yourself to do that. Make sure you're safe. If you prefer to sit up, just make sure you're comfortable. Just find a position that feels good to you. And let's start out by just moving the body around a little bit, maybe doing a little bit of stretching. Maybe you've been sitting all day or you're just waking up. So just let your body move however it it would like to for the first few minutes here, maybe do some stretches. I'm doing some side stretches. I'm stretching my arms out to the side, moving my head and neck around. If you'd like to get up and move around for a minute, absolutely allow yourself to do that. And usually if you do this for even just 20 or 30 seconds, your body will start to tell you when it's ready to come into that state of ease. We're just working out some of the energy that needs to be released so that we can sit or lie in meditation for the next few moments here. So as you come still, just notice how you feel. Notice how maybe moving around shifted some tension or some fear already. If you'd like to take some nice deep breaths, this is a great time to do that. If you'd like to just allow yourself to breathe naturally for this meditation, that's fine too. You can breathe in deeply through the nose, sigh it out with that audible ha sound, or just let the breath flow in and out effortlessly. 
If emotions come up, use that deep breathing, use that ha breath, that oxytocin breath to allow those to move through you. Just listen to your own intuition for this meditation. What does your body want? What kind of breathing is your body asking for? We're coming back fully present into the body for maybe the first time today. I want you to bring your awareness to your hips and your pelvis. Whether you're sitting or lying down, you might even put your hands on your hips or on your low belly above the pelvis. Notice how your body feels here. Does it feel tight? Are you even aware that this part of your body exists? Sometimes we forget about the lower body. So just spend a few moments bringing your awareness and attention into the hips, into the pelvis. Let that awareness float down into the legs, through the thighs and the knees, down to the lower legs and ankles, into the feet. Whatever part of you is contacting the ground or closest to the ground, feel that connection now. If your feet are on the ground, feel them strongly connected to the ground. If you're lying down, then just picture roots coming out from the base of your spine down into the earth. If you're sitting up, then you can allow those roots to grow out from the spine and the bottom of the feet. Really let those roots travel deep into the ground. Let them spread out here. You can imagine a beautiful, gigantic tree. Perhaps it's an autumn tree and the colors are really vibrant and beautiful. Just let these roots expand. Let the base of your body grow big and heavy. And then as you're ready, allow the top of the head, that crown chakra to gently open. Invite that beautiful glowing light of unconditional love in through your head. Let it come into your face. Let it really come into the mental space, into the brain, into the area around the head where so many of those old thoughts and beliefs get trapped. Give yourself an opportunity tonight for this beautiful golden light of love to burn away some of those old beliefs, those old fantasies that are no longer serving us. Allow that beautiful golden light to flow through the neck and the throat, into the shoulders, down the arms, upper arms, into the elbows and forearms, wrists and hands. Let that beautiful golden light of divine love now flow into your chest and your upper back. Maybe put your hand on your heart space or gently rub the breastbone. Rubbing the thymus here is another way to bring the body into ease, into that parasympathetic response. You can rub in circles one way, just gently, and then maybe go the other way. I'll just stick with one direction if that feels better to you. You can even gently thump on this area, just bringing Awareness bringing energy to the chest, to the heart space. Pulling some of that clutter out of the mental space down into the heart space now. Coming out of the head and into the heart invites us to be connected to the body. Allow that beautiful golden light and love now to flow into the belly, into the solar plexus and the sacral chakra, that entire belly, mid and low back. Maybe you put your hands on your belly.
really connecting with this part of the body, allowing that love and light to flow into the belly. And again, allowing it to burn away any insecurities, any beliefs that we've been holding in the belly, any fears that we've been holding in the belly. We're just burning those away with this light and love. Coming back now into the hips and pelvis, letting that love flow down through the lower body, letting the beautiful, rich, dark energy of the earth support us by flowing up through the feet, through those roots into the base of the spine. And then bring your hands back to your heart space here, if you'd like. Just take a nice deep breath or two, or just continue to allow yourself to breathe naturally. Let yourself think here. Let yourself notice. Let yourself ask the question, what are the fantasies? What are the old beliefs that I have that are keeping me from living in the moment? What are the old beliefs and the fantasies, the, the stories I've been telling myself that are holding me in fear? Love is flowing. Love is being in the moment. Fear is where we get stuck. So ask for some intuitive information through the heart here. What are the old beliefs? What are the fears? What are the stories I'm telling myself that are keeping me from being truly present, from really directly experiencing the world around me? What are the filters that I'm still wearing over my vision, over my hearing, that are keeping me from having a true direct experience of reality, of the beauty that's around me? And just see what comes up. And if no, if nothing comes to you, that's fine. You can always come back to this. You can set the, uh, the intention to allow these beliefs to dissipate, even if you don't know what they are. So as something comes to you, or even if it doesn't, we're actually going to just brush this away and if you'd like, you can actually use your hands, just bring them from the center of your body out, like you're brushing, like you're brushing dust off a shelf with your hand. Come from the center of your body, brush out. If you don't wanna do this or you can't do this physically, just imagine you're doing this, just set the intention. And once you start feeling good from the center of the body, then begin to move out to the edge of the body and you're just kind of sh almost flinging. We're flinging away old beliefs, old stories we're telling ourselves, old fears that are keeping us from being in the present moment, that are keeping us from having a direct experience of this divine life that we're meant to live, this divine light that lives within us that we've covered up We've allowed, we've allowed it to become dim. If you'd like, you can flick your hands around the other direction. I was doing it with my 
palms facing in. Now I'm doing palms facing out. If you get tired, if your muscles start to get tired, you can always stop. And again, just go back to using intention here. You can do one side for a second, do the other side, do the front of your body. We're just flicking away all this old gunk, all these old fantasies, these old stories that don't serve us any longer. And don't forget the back. Flick the back of your body. If you can't really get your hands back there, just use your intention. But don't forget about the back. It's really important. We store a lot of gunk in the back of our bodies, physically and energetically. And you can continue with that for a minute or two as you're ready. Allow your hands to still. Maybe you need to move around or stretch for a minute after being active, but let yourself come still again. Just notice any shift. If there's no shift, that's fine, but just notice maybe you feel a little bit more open. Maybe you feel, maybe you just feel the blood flowing a little bit more. And blood is energy. Blood and ki or chi or energy are linked. So as your blood flows more freely, then your energy flows more freely as well. As we step into a little bit of sound, you can just be here. You can just have a direct experience of this sound. And if you'd like, you can introduce, try not to get too far into the mental space, but you can just introduce this intention, this idea of traveling forward in your life fully in the present moment without all this mental chatter, without all these stories, without all these thoughts and fantasies, just being calm and present and truly experiencing. We're going to do that through sound, but you might imagine what it would look like in the rest of your life. If you went through the rest of your life this way, not just in this meditation, if you went to work this way, if you went to school this way, if you were this way with your family and friends, if you walked outside and, and really had a direct experience of nature, of the trees or the rocks, the sky, the moon, the sun.
yourself just sit in this experience for a few more moments, letting go of any intention even now, just being present. Notice how your body feels, notice any shifts since we started. Notice how your breathing feels, notice how the air on your skin feels. As you're ready, if you'd like, you can gently allow that crown chakra to close or leave it open for the highest good and the highest good only. One more time, bring your awareness into your hips and your pelvis. Feel that lower part of your body connected to the earth. Let yourself be fully present in your body here. You deserve that. Let the mind stay quiet for as long as it can, for as long as you can maintain it. Let go of those thoughts and those stories, those fantasies about how things should be or might be or will be and just be present. Experiencing the only moment that truly exists for us on this plane, that present moment. So much beauty to be found, so much love to be found. When we let go of fear of the future, the heaviness of the past, we're flowing in the present. As you're ready, you can start to slowly move your body around, maybe circle your wrists and ankles. Try your shoulders a few times, just coming fully back to yourself here. And affirm with me out loud, I am fully present in my body. I am fully present in my body 
and I let go of the past and the future. I am fully present in my body and I allow myself the direct experience of being present. Satnam. The truth of your identity is that you are meant to be fully present in each moment. You are supported in each moment. Allow yourself that experience of being fully present as often as you can be. If you'd like, you can take a deep breath or two. And as you're ready, you can open your eyes. Thank you so much for joining me for this 100th episode of Wind Down Wednesday. Be present for the rest of the evening and the rest of this week and see how things change. Notice how your experience transforms. I will see you next week for Wind Down Wednesday.